Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Good morning. KSL News Time is 8 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. This has officially now been one of the best winners in terms of snowpack. New numbers show we're not far from the all-time record. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live near Big Cottonwood Canyon with more. Adam? Amanda, Tim, the snowpack in the mountains this year has just been absolutely incredible. Seeing it up close is just another testament to it. Now approaching the top 10 in terms of best snowpack numbers in state history. According to Natural Resources Conservation Data obtained by KSL.com, we're sitting at a snow water equivalent just under 21 inches. That's the best winter we've had in at least six years, and we're less than a half inch away from that top 10 list. We're only five inches behind the all-time record set back in 1983. And our winter weather shows no signs of slowing down just yet. Then as we get into the weekend, specifically Friday and Saturday, we're looking at the remnants of an atmospheric river. National Weather Service meteorologist Alex DeSmith says that system will bring a half inch, maybe even three inches more into our mountains. Reporting live near Big Cottonwood Canyon, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. We've been worrying about the drought, but now emergency managers are worried we may have too much water. KSL-TV's Andrew Adams has been talking with a man who lives right next to Hobble Creek in Utah County. This has been the most moisture we've received in a winter before. Michael Lewis can't remember a winter like it, and he can't fathom what will happen when it's time for it all to melt. And rain is expected on top of the snow this weekend. Lewis is anxiously keeping an eye, hoping the creek next door never floods when spring finally arrives. Emergency managers say the key to surviving potential flooding is to be prepared. Parts of California are still trying to dig out of the snow. In the San Bernardino Mountains, many roads are still blocked, and those still hunkered down are starting to run out of supplies. Crestline resident Jacob Yanez says he has enough food, but he hasn't been able to get to his teaching job at the bottom of the mountain for more than a week. I can't tell my employer when I will be back. I can't schedule my dentist appointment. I can't schedule my doctor's appointment. And once you're down the hill, they won't let you back up? Yeah. And I'm looking at it as I can't afford a hotel down the hill right now. So what what can I do? About 10 days ago, San Bernardino got hit by the strongest winter storms in the area in decades. A nonprofit is calling on Governor Spencer Cox to veto a bill that opens the door to year-round cougar hunting. Senator Scott Sandel says his bill would help mitigate the increased cougar numbers in the state. The Western Wildlife uh, Conservancy tells KSL.com we'd be punishing cougars for deer populations suffering from the drought and loss of winter range. The governor has not said whether he will sign it or veto it. KSL's top national stories this hour. We're learning more about the four Americans who were kidnapped in Mexico. U.S. officials say they were seeking health care when they were caught in a deadly shootout. Family members say Latavia McGee of Lake City, South Carolina, had driven to Mexico for cosmetic surgery. She took three friends, including Zindel Brown, whose mother now wishes that he had called her. I would have told him. Don't go any further. Now bystander video shows gunmen loading all four into the back of a pickup truck in Matamoros, Mexico. For Zindrell Brown's mother, Christina Hickson. The waiting is the worst part. No news is good news. That's the way I'm staying with it. No news is good news. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 
Mexican authorities say they found more than 100 unaccompanied minors inside an abandoned truck yesterday. They say most of the children are from Guatemala. The truck reportedly had a fan and a partially ventilated roof. You might remember a couple of months ago, Mexican government uh, officials found a few dozen children from Guatemala near the U.S.-Mexico border. There are growing concerns about North Korea's next move. According to South Korean lawmakers briefed by South Korea's National Intelligence Service in a closed-door meeting, South Korea's spy agency is saying North Korea could engage in large-scale military drills in March or April and soon test its new solid-fuel ICBMs. This comes as North Korea warns the U.S., saying any move to shoot down one of its test missiles would be considered a declaration of war. In Azdalekwatera, ABC News. At the Foreign Desk. Let's get that first look traffic now as we go back over to Andy Farnsworth. Maybe we don't have Andy. (laughs) All right. We'll check back with Andy coming up here in uh, just a minute. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.